The Stage Door Show. Celebrating the independent artist. With Dave Homdell and Tom Klein. Hi, everybody. Welcome to The Stage Door tonight. This is Dave Hondell. I got my co-host, Tom Klein, down in the Orlando area. How you doing, Tom? I'm doing well. There he is. <laughs> um, we have with us tonight, we're kind of excited here because we have uh, the winners of our casting call, part two. So out in Los Angeles, we have Barreau. How you doing, Barreau? I'm great. How are you? Uh, we're doing great. And, you know, I loved your, your original music that you uh, submitted. And you also submitted our last casting call, too. And uh, we've enjoyed your music yeah. both times. And, uh, you know, again, talk about your, your music and talk about your original songs and how, what, what inspiration do you have to write your music and what, what's your process like? Okay, sure. Um, I originally started writing music because I really loved singing. It's been five days since I saw you. Don't know how I go on. I say you don't miss me and you tell me I'm wrong. But I can't fight this feeling. I messed it all up. Cause five days without you, you say it's made up. And I wanted an excuse to sing. I started writing music when I was like a teenager. I think I started writing poetry first mm -hmm. and then like I started trying to put stuff to music and I really loved the Spice Girls. I loved Britney Spears, Christina Aguilera. So I was writing like a lot of bubblegum pop at the time and right. I kind of gave up music after high school because you know I wasn't like a very good singer <laughs> and I wasn't a very good songwriter either. So mm -hmm. I started doing well, acting you know for a while. Let's talk about that then, because uh, let's talk about that real quick. When I mean, you say you weren't really good, but you know, it was probably fantastic at the time. It just, you know, maybe it just had to grow into it a little bit. Well, here's the thing. I mean, like nobody starts out good. And the thing is that I was never taught that mm -hmm. like writing and like singing were a skill that you could develop. I always thought it was like a natural gift that people either had or not. Cause I grew up in like the American idol generation. Right. And like everybody would like lie about how much training they've had and like people would deny how much work things take. So I thought that you either had it or you don't. So I was like in high school, I didn't know any better. I'm like, I don't have it, so I'm not going to do it. But then over time, I realized that it was a, definitely a skill that you can develop, which sure. is so like awesome and hopeful because like I love singing, but like, you know, nobody's born knowing how to sing. I didn't know that. I thought people came out of the womb knowing how to sing because there's still like singers to this day. I'll like ask them who their vocal coach is and they'll completely deny having any training. And it's like, I look at the resume and you see vocal coaches on there. I'm like, why are they lying to me? It's so weird. But um, yeah. yeah, my writing was really bad, but like it should be bad. I was like a beginning writer, you know, <laughs> I was writing bubblegum right. pop. My singing was not good, but like I hadn't had enough training. So like, of course it's not going to be good, you know? So I started um, writing music again like six years ago um, because I really wanted to sing. And I was like, you know what? If I just write really effective lyrics, like people aren't going to care what my voice sounds like. And, like I really love like Leonard Cohen. I'm like, he's one of like my songwriting idols. So I'm like, Legend. I'm going to be like Leonard Cohen. And mm -hmm. then I'm, I've been writing ever since and I've been working on my voice ever since too. Well, I mean, Leonard Cohen and what a great you know person to you know to have an influence I mean he's, he's great you know it's and uh, yeah beautiful voice and some of the most famous songs uh, you know so talk about you know your writing you know you said you kind of developed over time 
And when you write your music, do you usually write your, your, your words first and then the melody later or, or vice versa, or do you do both? Yeah, so when I first started writing, I would always write the words first. Um, right now, I do a lot of um, writing for other people, so they'll usually send me a track. And when they send me a track, I usually come up with the melody first. But um, if I don't have anything, I will either come up with the words first or I will get my guitar and simultaneously come up with the words and the melody. But I think you get a better melody if you come up with the melody first. Melody first. I always respect, I respect, I respect you and other songwriters that can do that and and to have to marry both the melody and the lyrics together. I mean, that's such a skill that it, like I said, it maybe doesn't happen right away, but over time it develops. But I've worked with a lot of songwriters. I've worked with a lot of musicians. And I, I just, I have so much respect for somebody who can take words and put them to, and even actors, the actors that we have on, on, on the call tonight as well. The fact that you can take a piece of work and actually portray it in a way that it'll, it'll create emotion. And I mean, I, I, I watched your works, all of you guys over and over and over again, because it was, it was just amazing to me to, you know, to create that emotion over something that's written on paper, whether it's through music or whether it's through spoken word or whatever. It's just amazing to me that you guys have the ability to do that. So I just, I respect, I respect the world. I mean, of you guys and what you guys can do. So, you know, thank you for, again, thank you for submitting and, and sharing your, your, um, you know, your talent with us. I appreciate that. Thank you, Barrow. Yeah. Thank you for having the content. Of course. Absolutely. And then Edwin, uh, we have Edwin yes, um, Aguila. How are you doing, sir? I am doing pretty good. How are you doing, Dave? We're doing good. And and uh, I know you're out of Brooklyn. Um, yep. New York is near and dear to my heart. I you know that's where I've worked for the last nine years, so I'm very familiar with Brooklyn. In fact, um, I spent a lot of time in the Dumbo area. That's where my my doctor and my dentist <laughs> is in Dumbo. So I spent a lot of time out there. So I love Brooklyn. So. Um, you know, talk about your work, because I know the last time we had a casting call, you uh, submitted Hamilton, and we had uh, our judges, one of our judges, Chris Rice, is touring with Hamilton, and obviously, mm-hmm. you know, kind of stalled right now up in Toronto, but um, I, know, I know he loved your, your, your work a lot, and, you know, him being in Hamilton and, and loving your work, I mean, that's got to yeah, you know, say was, something, right? That was amazing. Um, <laughs> Actually, it was actually an original piece I submitted. Uh, I wrote that song myself, uh, along with a featured artist on, on my mixtape. Um, the song is called Bodega Bumpin'. It was a, a kind of a tribute, but also like just showing pride as a Puerto Rican uh, coming from New York. Uh, and yeah, I'm also like inspired by, you know, Hamilton and In the Heights, um, yeah. which I hope I get to see in June if it still comes out. Um, but yeah, like, it was so it was so amazing seeing like somebody touring Hamilton and then seeing it like they they sing my work. It was uh, kind of surreal. Yeah, it's pretty cool. And then also uh, in the Heights, you mentioned in the Heights. That's another one of my favorite uh, shows as well. And it's a great dancing song. It's great or a movie or show. I mean, uh, and also a movie uh, coming out. And you know, just the works you know that uh, you know Lin Manuel Miranda uh, puts together some amazing you know amazing show so that's a good one to uh to sing songs from yo i'm just saying it's silly when we get into these crazy hypotheticals you really want some bread to go ahead create a set of goals and cross them off the list as you pursue them and with those 96 i know precisely what i'm doing what am i doing 
what am I doing? It takes most of that cash just to save my ass from financial ruin. Sonny can keep the coffee brewing. I spend a few on you because the only room with the view is a room with you in it. And um, the other thing I wanted to talk to you about is I, I, you do drama as well. Do you do like you do acting as well? I do acting. I was going to submit a monologue uh, next time if it's still possible or if Absolutely. I didn't get selected. But yeah, <laughs> um, I do partake in acting. Uh, I started in college about four years ago. Or actually, when did I graduate? 2017. Seven years ago. Oh my gosh. Um, and I started, uh, just, I wanted another hobby to do while in college besides music. And so I started acting classes and, and just developing my craft in that area. And um, I have fun with it as well. Um, so. Do you, do you like getting on stage? I do. Like I love, I consider myself a performer, uh, whether I be acting, uh, performing music, whatever it is, the sta I feel like the stage is my calling. Wow, that's amazing. Um, you know, and then I, I, know, I know somebody you, you know that's also on the call is Monica. How you doing, Monica? Right. Doing good. Are you? Okay, <laughs> you were frozen there for a second. So I was like, is she going to be with us? <laughs> there she, there she is. Um, so Monica, you know, also you, you know, um, you submitted a, an amazing monologue. Thank you. Uh, again, very, very, uh, you know, um, moving, emotional, and you know, and Allison, you as well. I mean, you both. I mean, all the monologues were amazing, and I really enjoyed all of them. Uh, and so anyway, talk about what you do and in, in your your work and what influences you or what maybe, let's put it this way, a little better way to ask this. What influenced you to become an actor? It was me. Now let me stop. No, it, was <laughs> <laughs> it was all Edwin. <laughs> no, absolutely not. Um, it was, it was uh, a very hard journey to get uh to acting but for me like what influenced me was uh edwin and i were in a show together uh generation nyz uh two years ago and then last year too and uh i was originally just going to do the show and be done with performing um but at the during one of the uh shows this woman came up to me crying with her son trailing behind her and she's like thank you so no. much you did wow. I was like, oh my god like that's 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 an amazing feeling to have reached out to someone in like such a profound way and I was like you know what maybe I'll stick with acting see where it takes me and you know since then my what's motivated me to like try and give it my best and give it my all has been trying to connect with people in some way well I'll, I'll take the little car I'll move to Victor Veller Vegas or Los Angeles I don't really know at this point I ain't slept in that bed since you left for the field. For two months, I slept outside, sometimes naked, half hoping those coyotes would eat me. I thought, God, I'm so stupid. I thought, no, I can't leave you while you're out in the field. You come back to an empty home. So out of fairness, a sense of justice, I'll make you see that I'm drowning in the sand and the cold, and you decide for me. And right. yeah, that's that's what I did for. Yeah, well, well, you did it with us when you when you, you know, <laughs> submitted your your lovely work. So you know, thank you for your submission. It was it was thank amazing. You. And then Allison, you as well. I mean, your monologue was incredible, and and uh, it really moved me a lot. I mean, that's 
I was like, okay, this this is one of our winners. Because <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you. your, your piece really moved me, and it was just amazing. And um, and you know, talk about you as well. I mean, how long have you been acting? Um, I've been acting since I was probably like seven. Um, wow. So well, I started dancing when I was really little, and then um, I like kind of got into theater I think when I was probably like seven or eight and it was never like a real passion of mine when I was that young but um, as I grew up I sort of discovered that it was something that I really wanted to do and something that I was really passionate about um, I just sort of fell in love with it as I grew up and in high school and um, so I was like okay I want to study this in college and I want this to be what I want to do. Disconnected Hovering, alone, lonely, just like me, just like me, but I was awake and he was asleep. Shh. That was the difference. He was asleep. I felt I had to whisper. I felt like pain and loneliness, you know, life, had put him to sleep forever and so we all had to be very careful and whisper because if he woke up, he'd wake up screaming. And I looked all over the church at all those people sound asleep, dead asleep asleep forever and ever because everyone if they woke up would wake up screaming and in boston as well i mean boston is a good uh, performing town as well like new york and you know right. there's 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 good theater there and and so what what are some of the you know places like regional theaters or what would what, what what kind of um theaters do you do you act in i mean is it regionally or um, or well so i'm actually a freshman at emerson college right now i'm in their acting oh, okay. program um nice. so basically I was supposed to be in a show there um, this semester, but obviously that was canceled. Yeah. So, um, but just growing up, I did a lot of um, theater with the Massachusetts Educational Theater Guild. Um, I've been doing, I did that for about like four years, um, just performing, like uh, did a lot of theater with my school. Um, I did a lot of competitions growing up too. Um, yeah, so I actually don't live for school. I obviously live in the city, but when I'm at home, I'm from the suburbs of Boston, so I'm not actually oh, in the okay. city. So um, I did a lot of theater with my school um, in in my town, and then ever since then, I've just been doing theater at school um, with Emerson. Well, that's fantastic. I mean, keep it up. I mean, you're, uh, you know, all of you on the call right now, keep up what you're doing, because it's, it's, uh, it's definitely working. It's amazing. Uh, we really enjoy it. And again, it, you know, like I said, we, we, Tom and I, we have, um, you know, we've kind of been in the, the business for a while and we know quite a few people who watch our, our, our uh, shows and listen to our podcasts and, uh, you know, and they all enjoy, you know, us doing these casting calls. So, you know, again, you know, uh, we, we like to see those submissions and even the people who are honorable mentions or didn't get anything, you know, we've seen some amazing stuff out there for, from them as well. So it's, it's, um, it's all about artists, you know, supporting each other and, and being, you know, uh, you know, supportive and, you know, just, just enjoying everybody's uh, talents. Uh, so that's why we do this. Anyway, Tom, I'm going to throw this over to you for a second, because I know being a director and a writer, you know, you've worked with actors and singers for years and years and years, including my own kids. 
who are now growing and growing when they were younger, you know, Tom had them in a lot of his shows on stage. Uh, you know, so talk about, um, you know, working with talent, you know, working with, uh, you know, um, actors and singers and, and, and what it, what it means to, um, you know, have like that audience member walking up afterwards crying, like, like uh, was mentioned before by Monica, you know, what is, what does that mean to you as a director to see stuff like that? Oh, I, I, when Monica was talking, I was, I was thinking about it. Um, to me, I have a friend who uh, told me years ago when I first started getting involved in theater that she never feels more alive than when she's on that stage. And I think for all of you, there is something about the rush that you get when, when the audience responds, when they laugh or when they cry or when they're moved and you can feel it. Um, and, and a quick story that I'll tell you all, I, I wrote a, we have, there are fringe festivals that are all over the country and all over the world, actually. And we have one of the big ones here in Orlando. And years ago, which was uh, the show Dave came to see, that uh, it was an original show that I wrote. It was called The Lighter Side of Suicide. And it was fairly well attended. It wasn't great. It, I mean, it was rainy all the time. But after one of the shows, it was a very anti-suicide show. And after one of them, this, I was walking over to the beer tent and my wife called me back and said, hey, this guy wants to talk to you. And this reminds me of what you said, Monica. Um, there was this young man that was there. He was Latino. He was gay, obviously gay. Um, and he told me that he had come to see the show because the title was The Lighter Side of Suicide. And he had attempted suicide like five times in his life already. But after seeing my show, he said, I will never do it again. And we talked for like a half an hour about everything he had been through. And those are the moments when that woman came up to you. When somebody comes up to you and, and you, they're clearly moved, there is no feeling like that in the world. That's just amazing. So all of you, keep doing what you're doing because uh, you'll never feel more alive than when you're on that stage. Yeah, and I was talking to, I interviewed Ed Asner um, a few days ago and you know he's 90 years old but you know this guy's been in movies and uh you know some of the biggest television shows in the world and one of his favorite memories is being on stage and just connecting with that audience uh, in a one-man show or whatever he's doing just connecting with um with the audience and uh you know the other actors and having that chemistry and you know he said that he hates to travel um, but when he's on that stage, it's all worth it because it, it's, you know, you have that feeling that you'll, you'll just keep with you the rest of your life to be able to connect with somebody or to affect somebody in a way that, you know, um, they're always going to remember your performance. And I think there's nothing more powerful than, than you know, singing a, the perfect song or, or, you know, Perot, you know, writing that perfect song, right? The perfect, you know, original work and then having somebody be affected by it and moved by it. I mean, I just think that there's nothing better in the world. Um, what I want to do is go through, and now Edwin, let's talk about your social media. Where can people find your, your, uh, your work and your videos? Sure. Um, so my name, uh, my username on Instagram is at Edwin Aguila, uh, E-D-W-I-N-A-G-U-I-L-A. -A. Uh, I post most of my videos, uh, just me performing raps or even acting, which will come soon. Um, and yeah, you can, there's also a link in the bio for my mixtape, which dropped last Christmas Eve, uh, where I worked really hard on it. And even though it's not perfect, uh, it's one of my 
bodies of work that I worked really hard on to, you know, put it out there and put my love out for New York City. Um, and yeah. Um, you know, Edwin, also, I wanted to, uh, you know, t- talk about um, what you're doing now I mean, during the quarantine, you know, have you been able to to write any more music and to, uh, you know, you have any projects that you're working on right now? Sure. So uh, I've been writing rhymes, just not necessarily songs, but just rhymes just to keep my mind flowing or freestyle when I can. Um, and then uh, the theater company that I was supposed to do a show with actually around this time or even t- like a week ago uh, gave us a project to do during the quarantine. And I'm, I thought about many things to do, but instead of doing like rapping or acting, I decided to challenge myself and do visual art. So uh, I'm going to use like Photoshop and have a collage of pictures and create something to symbolize hope during this time. And I thought Great. that was something that really touched me, especially since my mom is also in the health field and I, I feel for her safety every time she's out. Um, yeah. And so that's one of the projects I'm working on as well as, you know, just doing what I can to be in that uh, creative mind. Uh, I didn't have that before the quarantine due to, you know, uh, being stressed with a job and, and, you know, trying to be in shape and all that stuff. Well, Edwin, I mean, when that comes out and when you're ready to put that out, let us know and we'll, we'll, we'll highlight it on our page as well. Okay. Oh, no doubt. Uh, yeah. they, they was, what's funny was that I was on a zoom call with them and I was like, yeah, I'm going to be on a podcast. And they were like, yeah, let us know when that's going to come out. So Hey, we're all helping each other, right? Right. That's what <laughs> right, right. But, um, so yes. Yeah. Make sure you let us know about that. And we'll, we'll put that on our page for sure. No doubt. I'm going to work on it as soon as I can. All right, cool. Barreau. Now, what do you, are you work? What have you been working on, and how can we find you uh, on social media? I've been working on so much. I love the quarantine. Like I had no time for anything before. We do too, right? <laughs> <It's amazing>. <laughs> right. <laughs> Seriously, because right. there's no distractions. Like I don't have a day job. I have to go to. Like I don't have a social uh, social life anymore because I can't. So it's like. What do you all else I do, right? Can focus yeah. on his work. Yeah, which That's is right. awesome. Because usually, like, even, like, when I don't have a lot to do, like, work-wise, like, in, in like, normal life, I would always be, like, I want to hang out with friends. I want to see my friends. I want to, like, go do this with friends. And, like, now I can't. So yeah. All I can do is, like, practice singing, write music, practice acting. I've been doing, like, all the acting open calls. I've been trying to practice singing as much as possible. I've been doing, like, virtual voice lessons. I've been doing virtual voice lessons with this vocal coach who usually only teaches when I'm at work and now I don't have work. So I've been able to coach with him. I've been writing with new writers. I'm in this group called Quarantunes. Oh, I like that. Like a songwriting group that like we meet every week and we come up with a new song. We co-write with with a new person every week, come up with a new song. Um, Gosh, I've been doing so much. It's been awesome. I've been finally catching up. Well, catching up and like stressed with like all these open calls that are happening. <laughs> yeah. Slightly catching well, up. Um, but you can find me on Instagram, Burrow Music, B-E-R-A-U-D Music. You can find me on SoundCloud, soundcloud.com slash Burrow. You can find me on Spotify, iTunes, Apple Play, um, Google Play, all the music platforms, Burrow. Um, and my website, burrowmusic.com. Well, that's awesome. And again, if you have any new projects coming out, let us know about them so we can highlight them for sure. Yeah, I'll definitely be releasing some of these co-writes that I've been doing because some of them have been amazing. 
Yeah. Well, that's fantastic. You know, I'm glad that you're taking the quarantine, but all of you guys to, to work on your, your craft, basically your music and acting. So Monica, how about yourself? Um, you know, what, well, how can we find you and, and are you working on anything right now? Um, uh, well, you can find me on Instagram, uh, under my name, Monica Tatakoya, M-O-N-I-C-A-T-A-T-A-C-O-Y-A. Um, and, I'm not really working on anything right now. I'm in school, so I'm on. I'm taking yeah. my classes, but Busy. Yeah. yeah. But there wasn't any like uh, uh, theater production that I was interested in joining this semester. So like, I didn't really miss out on anything. Um, but I'm still working uh, my day job, so I don't have as much time as others to work on my craft. But I am taking the time to um, read more plays and try and find more monologues to work on to like not lose that edge I have on my craft right now. Yeah, definitely. Definitely keep working on them when you have, when you have time, because you're, you're definitely a very talented uh, actor and, and we really enjoyed, uh, you know, your submission. So keep that up. And, and it's great that you have, you know, you're still working. So I'm not, <laughs> a lot of us are. Right. So I mean, you know, so that, that's good that you're working. So yeah, it's a blessing for sure. You're working yeah. harder now than you were when you were working. <laughs> I, I'm busier now than I was. I mean, I, I'm, I, yeah, I'm, I'm burning the candle at both ends here. Um, but thank you, Monica. I appreciate it. And Allison, how about yourself? I know you're in school. I, I bet finals are coming up, right? Yeah, actually, this week was finals week, so I had my uh, last finals today. Oh, um, okay. So, well, that's good. Yeah. Um, so basically, I've been doing theater classes online on Zoom, oh, which has been definitely different, but also fascinating at the same time, because um, most of my classes are studio classes, so I'm very used to being in person and um, acting like with a bunch of other people. So it's been... It's been an experience um, learning it online, but it's also been cool to learn new things that um, it's cool to see how theater can live on even when we're not together. Um, so that's been Absolutely. really great to still be able to work on my craft while being on a computer. Um, so that's been great. Um, I've been getting a lot more work though, um, considering so I've just been kind of uh, like like you said, Monica, just taking the time to read new plays, find new monologues. Um, my teachers have been really helpful with that too, of like sending us um, exercises to do, things to do, so that we don't um, just sit around and take time off because it's a great opportunity to work on stuff. That's great. Now, and, and again, thank you for for the piece that you submitted. That like I said, it gave me chills. Um, and, and Monica's as well. Every every everybody that that submitted work uh, this time, you know, it was, it was less than the last time, but uh, I thought it was so powerful, everything you guys, you know, uh, you know, put out there. So again, thank you all for that. Um, you know, so Edwin Aguila, uh, Barreau, Monica Tatakoya, and Allison Earl. I hope I pronounced your names correctly or close. <laughs> you got um, it. Yeah. yeah, I really want to thank you all for, uh, first of all, taking the time to, um, you know, to submit. Uh, your your work and also taking the time to be on our call tonight and uh, like I said we're going to get this out there in a podcast and also on on our uh, YouTube channel uh, so everybody can find you and again if you have anything coming up new uh, make sure you let us know about that and we will definitely highlight it for you so thank you all for joining our call tonight thank you for having thank us you. Uh, congratulations thank you so much thank you thank you much appreciated